When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back uh, for another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com, episode 160160. Ka-chow. And we lost Christian already. You'd love to see I'm him. Here. I am here with Megan Peters. Here. Uh, Christian came back. I don't know what happened. Uh, welcome, everyone, for this uh, special Memorial Day edition of, uh, of the show, where we will have plenty of uh, comic, uh, comic book, uh, Pokemon-related things for, for us to talk about today. Uh, how's... We, we can talk about comics. I mean, I mean, we can. You know, like, did you guys... But I, I was about to go, like, cut in like super deep into comic stuff yeah. like say words that probably 90 percent of even our comic book people don't know christian um, is that a ditto bulbasaur hawaiian t-shirt you you were the one who showed me this shirt you sent me Am the I? shirt and told me to buy it like oh. a year like last this year is true. I can't no, confirm. That sounds so, no, it, it's just normal Bulbasaur. It's just regular. I just I couldn't see the eyes in the way that it's folded. Yeah, so it's just was... how it's just how the art is. But you know, the, yeah. the fun thing is is that Bulbasaur, you know, it's like Bulbasaur is a little like cat thing. So like you can see like Bulbasaur's butt. Um, ah. you know. Yep. Uh well, so which, you know it. You know, it's but you know, it's like, here. It's Bulbasaur today. poops too. It's okay. Uh, that is true. I, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Which implies I guess so. Yes, Bulbasaur poops. Why wouldn't a Bulbasaur poop? I mean, plants don't poop. Bulbasaur's not a plant. Bulbasaur is a toad. I mean, it's a grass type. I mean, yeah, I mean, it is a toad, but you know, it's a maybe, toad with a plant on its back. That's what it is. Toads very poop. Efficient. I don't. I don't know. Like you know, no one. The Pokemon <laughs> company has never gone in depth into the anatomy of these Pokemon. So you know. I don't know. Maybe no, poops. No, what else, what else would Bulbasaur do? Uh, how do plants dispose of waste? They, you know, Bulbasaur I think is they, not a plant. Bulbasaur is not like a Bulbasaur. I'm saying or... maybe, maybe Bulbasaur, because we know that Bulbasaur gathers nutrients from its bulb. So maybe it's simply that's how it eats. It doesn't actually need to consume food because if Bulbasaur, like, we have two options here. If Bulbasaur eats plants, that actually makes it a cannibal. <laughs> but we, no, it, it doesn't. Meat, no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't anime, make it a cannibal. And the animals Bulbasaur's not a plant. Ash have fed Bulbasaur. I mean, yes. Bulbasaur eats treats. Yes. And but have we ever seen Bulbasaur poop in the anime? No, we haven't oh, seen any. We, we haven't seen anybody poop. We haven't seen Ash poop. Do we? We. I mean, do we questioning if Ash poops? I mean, I would. I think, quite frankly, I think that Ash is actually a, you know, just a very elaborate ditto scam. You know, the kid is 10 years old, oh, despite the fact again. that literally everybody else has aged in that franchise. Here we go. He has no, these, he has, these, he all has, these burning questions and more is what you get from this podcast. He has regular human eyes. He doesn't have the ditto eyes. Well, that's because he's a good ditto and not one of the crappy dittos <laughs> like we see in the anime. He's a ditto that actually does its job. He knows the assignment. Oh, well, I was not uh, expecting to start the show uh, this way. And I called her in the chat goes, uh, not expecting to talk about Bulbasaur's chocolate starfish. No, uh, I don't think uh, that at all is. What no we one were. was ready for that, to be honest. Here we are. This is the type of content that you come to, to our show for. And you know what? While we're at it, if you have not, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, give us five-star review. We'll read it on the air. And look, if you mention this episode in particular, we'll love you for it. That will probably draw more people to the show, if we're being completely honest. This is true. There, someone's going to read that review and go, oh, they talk about Pokemon poop habits? I'm in. Sold. Anyway, we have real news to talk about today. Uh, let's talk about Tracy returning to the anime first. Oh, yeah. They, uh, he, he got <laughs> out of Professor Oak's basement, guys. He's no longer locked in that basement. He has escaped. 
I don't know what happened in these last several years. Uh, but yeah, so um, the latest episode of Pokemon Journeys in Japan, to make that very clear, in Japan, uh, we got the episode where Ash is returning to Alola. He gets a nice little reunion with his former Pokemon, uh, Professor Kakui. He does a whole kind of like training uh, battle montage. It's a, it's a pretty really good episode to set Ash up for the uh, kind of the world championship tournament that's coming up with the top eight trainers. Uh, but in that, we got a little promo for what's coming forward as that tournament begins. And we're shown a very little scene of basically Professor Oak Mr. Mime and Ash's mom watching television as they, you know, get ready to watch this tournament. And Tracy's there in person. It's not like he's like a weird, like cameo flashback memory. Uh, you're actually able to see Tracy as like an adult. He has aged <laughs> um, a little bit in Professor Oak's basement, is which are where I'm assuming he's been this whole time. Uh, but yeah, this is like one of the first times we've like really kind of were where we will be able to see him like as not in a flashback or just like a little picture cameo. You know, he was referenced briefly in black and white. Um, you know, he was even referenced briefly earlier in Pokemon journeys um, when they were discussing Infernape and, and Tracy's interactions with that Pokemon. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Tracy sketch it, man, you know, bringing everything kind of full back around with Pokemon snap. I kind of, I kind of love, like seeing all of this nostalgia coming back uh, with, with Pokemon journeys. And, you know, I know Tracy can be a controversial travel companion with the Pokemon fandom because, you know, he was never going to really be able to like live up to the expectations that was set with Misty and Brock as the first. Um, but I really liked Tracy as a, as a young child, I had a crush on him. <laughs> so I'm very excited to see him come back. Uh, so yeah. Uh, he's he's alive he's out of the basement and he's gonna watch ash take part in the tournament i feel like the pokemon company has done a much more respectful job of handling tracy than like the godzilla franchise has handled american godzilla you know so you know tracy the only reason he got put in the we'll anime see, where, was, see where, where this is going so go well ahead. okay so you know yeah, the entire we'll reason see. why the, the pokemon <laughs> why tracy got added to the pokemon anime was because the pokemon company thought that American audiences wouldn't be able to, they, they wouldn't relate to Brock's look because Brock has the slanted eyes. And like, mm -hmm. they like were legitimately like, no, this character's not going to work with an American audience. People, people won't like Brock. So they, you know, preemptively replaced Brock with Tracy. And this was like before, you know, this was, you know, right when the first Pokemon episodes were coming out in America is when they replaced, you know, Tracy in the anime. And then they realized, like, after, like, two years and, you know, people people loved, you know, Brock, they're like, oh, this what a, what a terrible decision we made based on trying to cater, <laughs> cater to American audiences. He's out! Um, mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, so Tracy is kind of like the Pokemon company's, the Pokemon anime's equivalent to Zilla, which is what Toho refers to as the 1997 Godzilla, the movie starring Matthew Broderick. Zilla actually is in canon in the Toho movies in which, you know, she appears for about 30 seconds and gets <laughs> nuked by actual Godzilla. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I like mean, it, absolutely obliterated. Like, just straight up, like, like Zilla shows up in Sydney, Australia, and Godzilla's like, no. And just, like, murders her, and then they move on. And I mm -hmm. feel like the Pokemon company could have 100% done that with Tracy. Just been like, no, Tracy went home, to, you know, went back to his home planet and died along the way. Right. And like, yep. they're like, no, we're we're Gucci. owning this. He's he's Professor Oak's assistant. You know, he occasionally makes uh, appearances and we're just going to have to we're all going to have to deal with them together. Um, and it just it just makes me just makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> you know, like because because it was the same time period, you know. Yeah. You know, uh, well, actually, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, Toho had much to do with Zilla um, based on no. that movie. <laughs> well, oh, no. Oh, absolutely right. not. Let's not kid ourselves. But I mean, it, it is interesting kind of tracing back Tracy's tracing back Tracy's history. Ah, see what I did there? Uh, it's because, yeah. I mean, it was such just a blatant like trying to like, like you said, Hopper preemptively like corral itself into like a Western American audience standard. And I mean, Tracy's a fine character, but it's just, you could tell 
that they did not care about Tracy when they were putting him into the series. So it just always kind of felt like a filler stint, basically, in anime terms of when you would watch Tracy. Um, so, I mean, I fully expected them to just ditch Tracy in that basement and just leave him there forever. <laughs> so it, it's been nice to know that uh, the, the show has revisited him at occasions. You know, he might not be the most popular travel companion that Ash has ever had. Honestly, he's probably one of the least popular, um, you know, just given his history. But the fact that he's, you know, going to be able to show up in this moment and just kind of bring things full circle, as we've talked about, as Ash gets ready to enter this tournament that is really kind of a culmination of the the last decades of this anime um mm. you know i think it's a nice it's a nice touch honestly so i'm i'm excited to see you know if anything comes from it if they'll even let him speak you know he might just sit in the background and just watch and you know what i'm okay with that uh so uh it'll definitely be interesting nice uh just circling back to the godzilla conversation for a second i told um man what a what a terrible design for Godzilla, too, in, in that movie. You mean the iguana? Yes. Yeah, no, it's, I, yeah I it's literally just like a lizard, it, but it's not. Yeah, it was it's, like, it's it, it was just like the producers is like, oh, you know what? Yeah, let's, you know, Jurassic Park is big. Let's just make it look more like a dinosaur than anything else. And it's just like, whoa. Like a weird alligator T-Rex. It's just yeah. really unsettling. It's, yeah, it's, it's just uh, that, that entire movie. I remember like, you know, because they made a big deal of that movie when they came. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was huge. Like, and, um. You I know, had a whole remember. birthday party themed around it. <laughs> I know I have a picture. I'll Least put it surprising on thing. Ever. To be I fair, I did. Picture. I I did have a Godzilla backpack. Oh, uh, oh, same here. Time, Five so. year. I think it was my fifth or sixth birthday. I have a picture. I'll put it on Twitter. It's me with a giant inflatable Zilla that my parents got for my birthday party, and I look like the happiest child alive. <laughs> so. You know, when I was that young, I cared. And now, you know, now that I really love Kaiju and Toho's history, I look at Zilla and I just get very sad. <laughs> yeah. But, um, all right. Well, let's move on. Yes. Um, Much like the Pokemon company moved on from Tracy. <laughs> yes. Excellent segue. So KFC China has a, has a Pokemon toy promotion. Yeah. And man, oh man, like this is, this is one of those things where if you're listening, I'm sorry, because it's a, it's a total media moment because you have to just see it to believe it. Okay. So it's on the site, but you know, one of the benefits of watching live noon, Eastern 9am Pacific twitch.tv forward slash comic book, you see it in the moment as we all kind of react. Um, there, there's two toys that come with this. One is a Pikachu toy and the other one is a Psyduck and it dances and we are showing it on screen and it went insane. I mean, looking at it, of course it went insane. Look how adorable it is. It is. It's, it's so just, cute. It's the Psyduck is just kind of like bopping up and down, you know, bouncing his knees a little bit. Well, there's like a Pokeball his... designed like boom yeah. box next to yeah. him. Yeah. And then he's just throwing his arms up one at a time, one up, one down, one up, one down as he bounces. And these are now going for $200. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what my favorite thing is? So comic book, obviously, we wrote this up. And I was watching in the back. I believe it was well, Hoffer. Were you the one who wrote it? Yeah, I did. Because I, I was watching because I, I knew you were going to cover it. And I was like, man, as soon as people start covering this, it's going to get really expensive. So I found one on eBay <laughs> before the our coverage went up for $23. and it, But it was like $20 shipping. Right. And I bought it. Buy it, was so, it, buy it now? $23, oh, buy it now? Oh, no, I bought it. It sells oh. for way more than that now. <laughs> like, I just yes. looked up Megan on Megan got one. I know. So, I mean, I don't know when it's going to come in because it's. I know it'll take it'll take four years. We'll be on we'll be on episode two hundred and sixty by the time. I paid twenty dollars for shipping for this stupid thing because it's so (laughs) stupidly cute. And honestly, that's apparently like COVID has hit my house, so like I've had nothing to do except online shop, (laughs) which has been detrimental to literally everything. But in maybe like a month, this thing will show up to my house, and I'll forget that I bought it. And we're gonna have a great podcast episode that week. I can't wait. That happened to me way too much. Where like you know, I'll get something like you know, there will be something like Kickstartered, like you know, like back via Kickstarter, um, like a, a while ago, 
and then it'll show up like a year later and I'll just be like, oh, yeah, like I did buy this thing. I just looked at my shipping information and it says that I can expect it to arrive between June 30th and July 30th. So it's going to be a while, (laughs) but, uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. I Okay. So I just pulled it up on eBay right now and yep. Sure enough. $75.99. Buy it now. $89.99 or best offer. The mm-hmm. average per like, average it's a decent size. Too, it's come down so. a little bit. Oh no, there's one for 185. Let's see, let's see some recent sold items. Take a look. That's how you that's how you can tell. Oh, someone was able to get one for $39. Oh, that hey, was made for me. That dude. was a couple days ago. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is just I mean, it is legitimately the most adorable. It's one of the more adorable things that I have seen in a very long time. Correct. Um, I, I kind of want to see what the has anyone seen what the Pikachu looks like, or does no one even care? What no one cares. No it one cares. Doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> no one cares. No one honestly cares. The Pikachu is not even on eBay because no <laughs> one cares. Everybody who gets the Pikachu from KFC China throws it away and goes back and tries to get Psyduck. <laughs> like honestly, that that yeah. is man. I'll tell you what. I don't care for KFC. My grandfather used to own a KFC in Kentucky. Like it's like there's like a whole story behind KFC in my family. <laughs> but I don't like it. But if they brought that toy here to America, you best believe I would be eating at KFC regularly <laughs> to just stock up on these toys. <laughs> They're so freaking cute. Oh. Well, like people people keep asking, like, oh, are we going to get that here in the United States? And like I can you know, no, anything's possible, but probably not. <laughs> this stuff, this stuff generally does not, does not make. Very it. rarely will it come over. Yeah. This, you know, unless it's like a McDonald's deal, it's probably not coming over. <laughs> so, yeah. unfortunately, yeah, but yeah. So, anyways, hopefully, oh, so it's May thirtieth. So in either one to two months, mine will be in. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Perfect. Um, all right. Uh, the next thing uh, that we have a uh, we, that we have a video asset for, and, and so I can't remember oh. if we talked about this. Megan says we did, uh, and but I saw a video of it, and I did not remember seeing seeing this. And so I want to play it. So in Japan, there is a traveling um, exhibit, uh, a Pokemon fossil museum, where they legitimately like it is. It's as you would expect, fossil theme. So you've got you know, your Ammonites and, uh, you know, Kabutos and, and all that. Uh, but they've like, have also like built skeletons of, uh, of some Pokemon in there. Really, really cool. Again, another one of those things that, uh, you know, Japan will get and we won't. So, well, this um, was, if I remember uh, correctly, they did this in like, uh, association with like, you know, uh, some, uh, natural history museum, Yep, you know, over in Japan, which is part of the reason why we'll never get in the United States. You know, I will say that I believe was it 2018, maybe 2019. I forget which year it was. uh, The Pokemon uh, World Championships actually had like a fossil, like like it was kind of like a fossil theme. It was the year that they did it in DC, Um, Mm -hmm. and so they went with like monuments, and so they had like these like you know basically skeleton versions of you know different like fossil pokemon which i'm not sure how those two related i think it was supposed to be like because of the smithsonian and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. they use that as like you know basically like set you know set pieces um for like the main stage and it was really good Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool so but no this is that's these it's it's really cool because this was announced like seriously like three years ago originally and it got delayed and it got delayed again you know, mm-hmm. um, so I think they were supposed to open it last year. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. It, I think it did get opened last year originally, mm-hmm. but now mm-hmm. it's finally doing its tour, like after like 18 months of delay. So, yeah, I will say, uh, you know, if you watch this video that just showed or you can look it up, the Pikachu mascot for this event is basically Pikachu dressed up like like Dr. Grant Al or whatever his name is from Jurassic Park. Like he's got the the hat and the, like the scarf and the vest. And I am obsessed with this, this look. And I collect weirdly dressed Pikachu plushes. Uh, <laughs> so I've been keeping an eye on it. Um, and I'm yeah, trying to get one of my right friends here. in Japan. 
Yeah, rhinestone cowboy Pikachu. I have have several weirdly dressed Pokemon plushes. And I'm trying to get this one. And the retail secondhand on eBay is like $100. And that's ridiculous. So I am (laughs) desperately trying to have one of my friends go to this event now that it's finally on tour and they can get to it um, to get me this stupid plush. Because I want it so bad because it's just like such Jurassic Park vibes. And I have like a giant Jurassic Park T-Rex like mounted head thing in my house. And I want to put Pikachu next to it. So, oh my God. yeah, I know. Nice. I'm, I'm, I love it. I, so anyway, yeah, this, this house is just a den of nerdiness, but I want that there's house. there's video of it available online. Go check it out. It looks really, really cool. Um uh let's see what else we have on the news front today two more quick items to go through pokin tournament leaving pokemon world champions <sighs> this probably the end of an was, era for me this was probably supposed to happen in like 2020 but because <laughs> you know we haven't had an in-person world championship thing this this game has lingered on but you know it, it's it's an old the, the the issue is is it's an old fighting game that isn't really supported anymore and it just okay. doesn't have the player base anymore like i oh. saw something like you know like one of the last major tournaments that they did of Pokémon, there was less than 100 entrants oh mm-hmm. which is just not you yeah. know not great that's not a lot uh so mm-hmm. you know Pokémon had a really good run Hopefully we get a Pokin too. I would love to see that because you know Please. I I thought it was a really good fighting game. It was a, a better fighting game than a lot of other fighting games that are out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, and it was surprisingly deep. Like you know, that was the thing mm-hmm. they did a really good job of. Like you know, each Pokemon you know beyond just like oh this one is a ranged you know has like you know is a zone fighter or something like that. Each Pokemon had a lot of different things. Like I loved how they utilized Mega Evolutions and different moves mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just a great, solid one of the best spinoff games of all time. Oh, absolutely! I've I mean, I've not made it like a secret that I love Pokken. I loved yeah. watching the VGC tournaments for Pokken at the Worlds when they were here in Nashville. I obviously it is a smaller playing base. I mean, for me personally, I would much rather play and watch Pokken rather than Pokemon Unite or just about any Pokemon spinoff game there is right now. Um, or even, you know, certain mainline VGC, you know, games when they were up uh, on par. It's so fun. And watching it live at the tournament was just so fun because you could tell people really didn't know what Pokken was, but then they watched like the finals, like on the big screen, and there were like tons of people, and people were way more into watching that than they were watching, you know, just the standard, you know, at the time the the handheld console VGC tournaments. So I really hope we get Pokken too. I don't know if that's gonna happen, but I, I think, really enjoyed it. So I mean, it, I, I I'm always sure, have my fingers crossed. I'm sure this game just gets replaced with unite on that front well well pokemon right? Right. world championship but no like you know pokin pokin is just like a different thing or pocking excuse me i you know horribly yeah. butchered the pronunciation of all words um but you know pocking you know i i think we'll get a pocket sequel it might not be immediate you know it, it probably won't be until we get like switch two or whatever mm-hmm. the oh, for sure is. you know yeah. but i think it did well enough i mean Clear, you know that it was very that, big for a while, it, like for and, a, a decent amount of time. I think it was just one of those things where that's a tougher game to add fighters to. You know yeah, what I mean? It, like, yeah, they they need to do like I think the the big thing that they need to do for the sequel is you know what really hurt that game was originally you know that came out for Japanese arcades and also the Wii U, right? But mm-hmm. the Japanese arcades kept getting new Pokemon. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the, the Wii, Wii U didn't. didn't. Yeah. And yeah. so like eventually they all came in with the Switch along with a couple of new fighters, but I think that, you know, that they need to move away from that model. Like yeah. I think yeah. that that was kind of deflating to be honest. But yeah. I I and you know, I think that games like I think that Mortal Kombat, you know, does the whole uh thing well. Uh, you know, like fighting game, like you know, because it's a live service game, they release like free regular packs. So I definitely think there's like room for for uh, like I think you know like because here's the thing, Game Freak cannot produce a main series Pokemon game every year. Like I don't right. think they want to anymore because you know mm-hmm. they want to make good games. <laughs> you know they took they took a year off and look what we got: Pokemon Legends Arceus. You know, yeah, was great. Um, but. 
Um, you know, like, so I think that, you know, they could slot in Pokin for any year that they don't want to put in main game and that'll do just fine. Yep. As the yeah. 100%. Main game. Yeah. yeah. Like it'll do a lot better than like a mystery dungeon game. Just throw Oh, in, 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 like, I mean, so much better than, uh, yeah. I mean, I love mystery dungeon, but yeah, it's no contest if you put pocket against it. <laughs> All right. So one last bit of news before we go, because Calder brought it up in the chat. I had, uh, I had saw, I had seen something on Twitter about it, and I didn't necessarily follow up. But apparently, in the Pokemon Go trading card game set, uh, looks like there were there are two new unannounced cards that look to be pretty legit. One of them uh, is a Radiant Blastoise, which I think I, I sent to Richard. So Richard's going to be able to pull that one up. Yeah, that's that's the actual leak. You know, we, we yeah. knew about the Mewtwo V. They didn't say what versions of the Mewtwo V we'd be getting, but, you know, right. it was pretty assumed that we would be getting different art styles for it. But we also got that leak. But yeah, that looks that looks pretty cool. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Christian, can you, for, for the uh, uninformed explain like why radiant blastoise would be well it's it's a shiny it's so radiants are shiny pokemon you can only have like one per set they're basically or one per one radiant pokemon per set um i'm pulling up what exactly the card is um so the the nice thing about radiant blastoise is is that you know its ability you know it it basically it allows you to attack the bench directly Mm-hmm. Um, like in addition to using your normal attack. And so, and since it's an ability, you know, you can this, you have to continually discard water Pokemon, but you know, there's nothing stopping you from doing that like every single uh, turn. So, right. um, you know, it's, it's a singular good Pokemon to have. Um, the nice thing is it's a basic Pokemon. So you can throw Blastoise out pretty quickly and immediately, if you don't have anything else to do, Bam! Two damage counters on a back level Pokemon, mm-hmm. so you can really mess somebody up with that. That's a solid. That's a solid like second tier. You know, that's that's not what you build your deck around, obviously, because you can only have one per deck. But that's like mm-hmm. that's that's a decent like you know disruptor card to have. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're building a water type deck. Yeah. So are we getting radiance of the other ones? Uh, uh, I guess. Uh, well, they've they've done ra- random radiant releases. I mean, right. I got two radiance in the card packs that opened right. last week. Yeah, so yeah. they they do a few in every set. So that seems to be like the secondary. You know, like the the V stars are the big yeah. uh, card thing, but you know the radiance are kind of like the secondary gimmick that yeah. they're doing. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, it's kind of surprising because with sword and shield especially in the last few years it used to be that they'd add one new gimmick card a year so we would have like tag teams and then we had right you know you know we we would get different things like one year you know we had the ultra beast cards and they did different mm-hmm. things to like prizes right and nowadays i mean they still have a main gimmick that they add but also they've been doing like more like secondary stuff like the radiance not 100 yeah. sure why that is also we yeah. get like you know character rares randomly um, and those are great. I think those are. Oh yeah. Like amazing. the ones with, with the, the trainers and stuff like those are, yeah. those are really cool for sure. Uh, all right. When we get back, we're going to take a quick break, pay for the help pay for the show. Uh, when we get back, we are going to talk about uh, some po- more Pokemon go news uh, and uh, some apparel news. We love some good apparel and Christian's got a box to to unbox. So uh, we'll see what's inside all that and more in 60 seconds. Ultra Beasts are coming to Pokemon Go. It's happening. It's happening. You know, I will say this. I think this might be what gets me back into Pokemon Go. Like, I, you know, I, I, I want nothing more than a Buzzwall. 100%. Yeah. That's going to be the one I, mean, I go straight after. So it, it seems very likely that our, you know, the season of Go, which starts here in, in two days, uh, will be themed around Ultra Beasts. Um, you know, they, they came, you know, first we got a data mine, uh, which kind of hinted at it and then they just straight up told us. Um, so <laughs> we don't know how the ultra beasts are showing up, but here's the interesting thing about it. We are getting the first new NPC to join Pokemon go in two plus Whoa, years. That's a big um, deal. So it's going to be an ultra recon squad member. Also ultra beast raids so you know they're legendary pokemon you know mm-hmm. 
So, of course, they're going to show up in raids. However, they might not be tied to gyms. Oh. Because they have wormholes. So, you know, at the very least, we're going to see wormholes pop up around over gyms. But mm -hmm. based on some of the data mine evidence that has popped up, we might be, you know, they might be moving this away where it might be something kind of like how the uh, uh, the uh, Team Rocket balloons would show up, you know, mm. to your location. Yes. And so you might, That's you cool. know, they might do a raid that way where anyone in a certain area, you know, is, you know, eligible for it. Or maybe, you know, God forbid, maybe they actually listen to fans and they just go, we instead of you spending remote raid passes, we're just going to bring the raids to you. Like, that would I, be I, a legendary move that I would absolutely love to see happen. <laughs> you know, so I'm I'm actually really excited to see what they do with this. We'll likely, so do we know which ones are are coming? I got to imagine they're uh, going to slow roll these out. Oh, of course. I, know, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Nihiligo will be the first uh -huh. one. Um, the jellyfish uh, one, right? Uh, yeah, that's the jellyfish one. I mean, it's it's the signature Ultra Beast, you know, so mm -hmm. the, that's what they're going to start off with. Um, so that one will probably pop up here next weekend during Pokemon Go Fest. Um, mm. We will also probably get... I, there was one other Pokemon that they added. So um, Niantic uh, heard us all say, don't spend money on Pokemon Go Fest and said, whoa, wait a second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Throw out the Ultra Beasts. No one's going to buy it. Well, the other big thing that they uh, hint at is we are very likely going to get another Ultra Unlock event, kind of like what we did last year. Now, last year's Ultra Unlock event got ruined because of all the controversy that, you know, uh, surrounded the Ultra Unlock because it was very much seen as a cynical, like, let's right. give people Pokemon Sword and Shield Pokemon. So, you know, they ignore all the negative, you know, that we rolled back all of our pandemic changes. And mm -hmm. so no one really did the Ultra Unlock. Um, this time, we're probably going to get the Pokemon from Pokemon Legends. Uh, mm -hmm. And so they they recently added all those Pokemon to the game. I mean, there's not very many of them. So right. they can probably do that pretty easily. Um, so all those are added in. So we're probably going to be building to another Ultra Unlock that will happen at the end of the summer. Um, now, there was one other thing, and I'm trying to pull it up. I just have to find it um, because if you buy a ticket to uh, the you know, Pokemon Go Fest, which is next weekend, we should say that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think. They It looks like Pokemon Go Fest, if you buy a ticket, there might be a second Pokemon Go Fest that is coming up at the end of the summer. So oh. if you go and the Pokemon Go Fest badge now says global June 4th and 5th, 2022 and August 27, 2022. Oh. So if you buy a ticket for the Pokemon Go Fest, which is next weekend. So uh, if you do that, you will probably, they were probably doing a second Pokemon Go Fest to end the season of Go. Mm -hmm. So Christian, have you opened your box yet? I have not. I, I oh, just, even I, better. I, All right, let's do it. I just cut open the tape. Like before the show, and that's all Pokemon, I've done. Pokemon Go Fest box. So um, now I've gotten this a couple, couple of years, a couple of times. Um, so I got the letter. It says it is our great pleasure to invite you to participate in Pokemon Go Fest 2022, taking place globally, uh, June 4th and 5th. We want to thank you for playing as we celebrate six years of Pokemon Go. Neantic's mission is to inspire people to explore the world together. It's been okay, nearly three years since Pokemon Go Fest took place in person in Dortmund, Chicago, and Yokohama, and we are excited to return to in-person celebrations and continue the popular global experience, which millions of trainers have enjoyed over the past two years. What makes Pokemon Go Fest so special and fun is meeting up with other trainers in person and playing together. We're excited to help foster these experiences once again with special celebrations taking place in cities around the world this summer, including Berlin, Seattle, and Sapporo. Uh, wherever you are, we hope you can get outside and create memorable adventures with friends, families, colleagues, and fellow trainers. If you'd like to share about your share uh, about your experience on social media, please feel free to tag any posts and photos with Pokemon Go Fest 2022. Now, here's the interesting thing. For more details on what trainers can look forward to during this year's Pokemon Go Fest, check out the Pokemon Go blog. And remember, 
Pokemon Go Fest will culminate with a grand finale global virtual event on Saturday, August 27th. Oh, so, so there we go. Second, the event. There we go. So I have gotten one Neantic Dad that automatically fits my head. Neantic Dad cap. Uh, I got a uh, postcard. Postcards. I got these nifty Neantic shades. Uh, which <laughs> I'll be honest, like the first uh, the, the the first set uh, set that they sent me, I like wore for three years. It broke in Disney last year. Do they? I was. Do like, they say Pokemon st- Go on them, or no, is this, you just get a box of Neantic crap? You get a bunch. Of, you get a box of Neantic stuff. Uh, oh. Let's see what else. Um, we got a new and a new Neantic bag, and oh. uh, that is it. That yeah. is it. So the only thing with Pokemon on it is the postcard. The only thing that's on it is the postcard. Yeah. So they emptied out the employee closet and mailed and, and mailed uh, mailed the gear out. Actually, those sunglasses are. Pretty Look cool. at that! Look at our Neantic spokesman. That's Look on at our him show now with his Hawaiian Hawaiian shirt and everything. That's gonna. That's come the handy. spokesperson Niantic should I, aspire uh, to have. <laughs> Listen, like I'm in uh, in like two in like two hours, I'm going to be grilling on my brand new Mega Grill that my w- lovely wife got me for like as an early Father's Day present. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm pumped. The white hat's going to go great in the unforgiving May sun. There you well, go. There you go. You are fully ready to enjoy your Memorial Day grill. I, I am. Bain, Bruce Bain in the chat. Hoffer really leaning into the dad on vacation look. Yeah. Well, it's like I I've I went and put on a tank top this morning because I'm like it's going to be hot. I'm going to be like outside all afternoon. Like I don't want to put on like real clothes, like you know, like an actual t-shirt. And then I'm like. I also can't like show up to the podcast with like my guns out. So I'm like, oh, I need, I, I need some, Hey, like I'm just saying, you know, like, you know, the internet can't handle my biceps. Um, that's, you know, so, you know, that's why that's the entire reason why I got this. I'm like, actually this, this outfit really works. I'm going to start doing this more often. <laughs> there you go. Now you got even more accessories on. Uh, speaking of accessories, next topic of conversation an amazing line of Pokemon card clothing announced. Yes. Uh, so, you know, Megan, you 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 probably you saw this, right? The yes, the, Pichu, the mischievous Pichu line. Yes. Where this Japanese fashion, like boutique fashion company, you know, released an entire line of clothes, which it just has a Pokemon card on them, and it's like mischievous Pichu, and it's like Pichu with like an art brush, and it's covered in paint. And like you know, you can get a hat with Pichu's head on it. You can get a T-shirt which just has this po- giant Pokemon card on it. Um, and it's like I'm pretty sure it's like a promo card too. Like it's not something you can normally get, but yeah. like it's once again, it's like gone viral because you know that's how weirdo stuff you know tends to do. This thing is like I don't know I'm if it's like the head or looking, like here's. <laughs> The thing that upsets me is when I see somebody say Pokemon card clothing line announced, I expect it to be clothes made out of Pokemon cards. Oh. Like how, like, like there are those people who go viral because they make like their prom dress out of Yu-Gi-Oh cards or, you know, like they make Magic the Gathering like armor sets or like jackets for cosplay events. Like there's people I follow on TikTok who regularly do cool stuff like that. And like they make it look that it's not cringe because that's a thing that could easily become cringy. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that that would be so cool. And then I looked at it and it was like, just like a screen printed t-shirt. And I was like, well. <laughs> I mean, look, so, okay. So un- not for so nothing though. Not for nothing though. I would wear a t-shirt that's got like the original Charizard card printed on it. Oh, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's original really Victorian? funny. Put it on. When, when I saw the shirt, I was like, you know, we, we should talk about, God, this hat just looks like uneven. It's because it's white. Um, yeah. So yeah. like the, the light is coming off weird. I have to take it off. It's like driving me nuts looking at myself <laughs> in the freaking camera. Anyways, when I saw this and I was like, oh, like we should talk about this on the podcast. Jim's going to want Charizard, original Charizard t-shirt. Like that was literally like one, two, oh, yeah. three. Oh, there it is. <laughs> it's like this, this, this paid off precisely how I thought it would. I might as well just put in the notes. Jim's I would put, I would wear, I would wear the original Pikachu on a, uh, the original Pikachu card on a shirt too. Like, you that's... know, actually what I want is remember how they made that full art card where it was, you know, chubby Pikachu. But oh like yeah, yeah. Background yeah. stuff. That's what I want. Like, you know, I give me give me full art chubby Pikachu. 
Um, I mean, that's, like, look, I mean, this would make a great shirt. Oh, well, 100% that's... would. In fact, you know, like the next time that we are like in contact with the powers that be at the Pokemon company, because they li- regularly listen to our show. We we know yeah, of this. It's, I mean, look, it's clearly we got a, we got a track record here. Um, but, you know, if you're listening to this, make Pokemon TCG like apparel like that is such an easy, easy thing to like, do. Marvel Marvel does it with um uh like for a while like uh target or oh, they maybe, still do it. maybe like but like ha- like they'll just reprint like just straight up comic book covers on I've, on the front and i and i love them i i own one of the like jim lee x-men like yeah. t-shirts like i like i don't like you know like and like i don't even like that era of the x-men but i saw that <laughs> i was like oh that's a good shirt like yeah. i'm gonna have to buy this shirt yeah, I like, think I've got I've got like two of those, which is, and like and then I've got like a McFarlane Venom one. Like they just look really that. cool on shirts, and like I think the cards would also like even if it, like I'm not even saying just take the image. I like even if, like if it was the card. Oh, people would 100 percent, 100 percent. They are missing a nostalgia window right now because you can only do that for like a a limited time oh, uh and and get away with it. Logan Paul would 100% buy a Charizard t-shirt and wear it with his gold chain Charizard on it and it's just like, you know, and then the universe would implode because it's just like it like that's how like the universe becomes self-aware and just like like no, we're not doing this anymore. Just nope's out of there just like, you know, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean it's like that that's I mean like that's the thing there right now. Now they're just asking and inviting uh bootleggers to do it because now that's like I'm going to I'm going to want to go look and find a shirt that yeah. has that mm-hmm. to go do it. No, that's that's, <laughs> um, that's actually really that's really cool. And it's just like I don't know. Like don't get me wrong, I love like the Pokémon uh the Pokémon Center uh like apparel like i was just yeah. on there last week it, just they've for, got great stuff you know but you know i feel like they do a slow trot out of it they they don't oh. release enough of it um and like i get it it's because you know their entire thing is it's like you know this is high quality merchandise like i right. i think i own still own every pokemon center thing i've ever purchased because mm-hmm. it lasts that long it does um but i think that you know they don't release like enough, like, like actual, like, you know, that like nostalgia stuff. Like, you know, like if you yeah. want like a shirt with like, you know, uh, a Pokemon on it, like they have those, but it's not like the art. It's not, you know, yeah. like, you know, that's not what they really do. And like, even their licenses, like, you know, because other people make Pokemon shirts, like mm-hmm. you see them all the time, but even those it's very specific images. Uh, I'm thinking of that one that like old Navy sold for a while, where it's just like the heads of like the starters or yeah, whatever. I have that one. Yeah. yeah I, I hate it. It's terrible. Oh, that was back <laughs> back when I bought that shirt. It was like 20. That, that was the gen. It was a couple gen years ago. Seven. Yeah. It was a long yeah. time ago. I think that was before my son was born. Like yeah. my oldest. So that was seven or eight years ago. And that was like the only like that was like the first time they made like adult Pokemon shirts. Cause that was like right before Pokemon Go summer. Um mm-hmm. so yeah. 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 Uh so anyway, that's uh that's that. Let's get to the Pokemon Fact of the Week. Yes, let us do the Pokemon Fact of the Week. We are talking about Hitmon Top. So oh, Hitmon Top no. is kind of a weird Pokemon um but uh you know part of it is you know it does its little spinny thing you know and and it's literally called um you know hip on top because you know it's a top but in reality it's actually inspired by a very specific kind of brazilian um you know martial art technique was all about like kind of doing the like spinning around and kicking out like you know kicking your feet out over your head and doing this entire spin and it's called uh i'm going to you know butcher this because you know i'm terrible at you know language uh it's called a capoeira okay that's how i say it but yeah and um hip on top's japanese name is just straight up copoeiro or copoeiro so it's literally one who does this martial art technique so you know it's literally this is (laughs) this pokemon does one thing like it's one specific style of uh you know Bra- you know Brazilian martial art and and ever since they started doing uh idol animations uh so you know the modern idol animation 
is actually it doing its idle animation is that it's, it's doing a basic, you know, like stands and technique in this martial arts style. Hmm. I love that whoever Thank created. You. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. I love whoever created him on top probably was just really for that like year and maybe still just really into mixed martial arts. And they were like, this, <laughs> this is the style of fighting. Back, back like, when that like, like, watch, like, like came black... around that time, it's, it got really big. Yeah. And... yeah. Yeah, it's like every time I think of, every time I think of Capoeira, though, it's uh, I just think of Eddie Gordo from Tekken. And see, that's what I was gonna say. It just makes me yeah. think of Tekken. It's like the yeah. Hitman Top is basically just like the Tekken version of Eddie. Um, I just love that. Yeah. That that is just my image in my head. I just need somebody to come up with like a Craft Maga Pokemon that just does like the Black Widow neck snaps from the marvel universe that's what i want yeah give me give me an mma fighter that's its entire move is like a rear naked choke just like <laughs> like sleeper hold like, oh my god it's that's just, what i it's, want it's just weird because hitmontop looks like a baby pokemon where yes. like compared to hitmonlee and hitmonchan hitmontop still looks like a baby mm-hmm. and like but i like the i but i like I've always liked kind of like the evolution line for it, right? So you got like Tyrogue, who's just kind of like a high school wrestler. And then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, once he graduates, he picks, you know, which way he wants to to go, whether it be a, a kickboxer, normal boxer, or a mixed martial artist. But like him on top just looks, mm-hmm. just looks like a baby when the other two look like adults. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah, I can see that. Because well, he's hold on. Now I'm looking at he's four foot six. They're all they're all the same height though, apparently. Four foot seven. That's, which I guess that's not true. There's no way. Sorry, Hitmon Chan. <laughs> sorry, Hitmon Lee is four eleven. Yeah, that 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 still that, sounds false, but okay. <laughs> no, I can see that. And apparently Hitmon Top, they say is four foot seven. My favorite is is like because you know, Hitmon Top. You know, you evolve it by getting like, you know, it's uh, EVs need to be the same. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's EVs. Um, yeah, when it's attack and defense are equal. Um, what I love about it is it's just like, um, oh, yeah, like, you know, it's um, it talks about like Hitmontop. Its technique is a remarkable mix of both offense and defense at the same time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's, that's the reason why they do the spinning thing. And um then of course it's you know for whatever reason they really like talking about how Hitmontop will drill you hard. Like half the Pokedex entries are all about how like listen if you get enchanted by its like smooth legs you will probably get drilled hard by it. And it's like <laughs> like phrasing Pokedex <laughs> phrasing for the love of God phrasing. The Pokemon travels faster spinning than it does walking. No, I mean that that makes sense. Yeah, I mean you know? that, that 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 works for me. I'm okay. Yeah, just you know, don't you know, just don't get enchanted by its legs. Yeah, and then you know, unspeakable things could happen. <laughs> it's just like what they, man, the between like the three of them look so different. Like uh, Hitmontop like, like, Hitmon has a tail. Hitmon, like the three of them look nothing alike, and like, <laughs> look nothing I, I'll be alike. honest, like. This th- this branching evolution makes no sense. It makes no <laughs> sense. And then also, if you're doing this branching evolution, why don't you have sock and throw in there too? Like, right? Like, yes. Why why are the you know why are the couch judo Pokemon also <laughs> not included? If you're just going to do this, just go all the freaking way. Like right. As those are another ones. Like in terms of like Pokemon that I just you know don't want to know how they breed. Sock and throw are right up there. They're just like like. Like, I don't know. They look like couches. They look They're, like oven mitts. That so, do sock and throw have some of the worst designs I've ever, I, I, of all, like, I just see them and I just groan. You know, it's really funny because Ronda Rousey talks about like how like throw is like one of her favorites because, you know, she's judo. I'm like, right. Like, of course, of course you like this, like, you know, <laughs> crappy joke of a Pokemon. Like, you know, of course you do Ronda Rousey. Um, but oh, they're, they're just just the worst. You know what our sock and throw, like you know, like poke like, of the week will be. They don't, you know, they suck. Let's move on. <laughs> that, you know, it's like it's like if 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 Bert and Ernie were were. Oh my gosh, Pokemon! That's it. It's suck and throw. 
Well, just they like are I, Muppets. What <laughs> would be really cool about Sock and Throw is if from like the rear view, you actually see the arm going up the back to control them. That they're both just like hands and like oh Sock and Throw are literally just like, you know, sock puppets. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. Like they're actually diglets. Oh, oh horrifying. <laughs> Oh, well, that'll do it for this week's episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. Thank you so much for for joining uh, the show. I had a, a few first-timers, a CheeseFest10 uh, first-timer in the chat. Welcome. Um, haven't seen uh, Dave on Black Blood in a while, so that was great to see. And then, as always, we had uh, Zenpai, uh, Roos Bane, uh, Calder was in here. Uh, so thank you thank you all for for coming by noon eastern 9 a.m pacific twitch.tv forward slash comic book otherwise uh the best way to support the show is head on over to itunes and leave us a five-star review here's your second reminder because i made an, a a reminder in the first part of the show where uh in case you uh came late to the live chat we talked uh about uh bulbasaur's butt um Not so, if you, so if you're only watching the live show make sure you catch the um uh, catch the replay or not the repo, but catch the audio version. So you can listen to that conversation outdated in the chat. First time viewer. Love the show guys. Thank you for coming along. Um, and yeah, that'll, that'll do it. Like I said, we'll be, we'll be back same time, same place next week. Uh, hopefully we'll have a, a bit more news to talk about or we'll, otherwise we'll just find more weird stuff to talk about like that adorable dancing Psyduck toy. Uh, Megan will not have it in time for next week's episode. Megan won't have it in time for like several, ep- like six weeks worth of episodes. Probably. In like, so. like eight episodes. It should yeah. be here. <laughs> so come on back. If you're going to, if you decide like, Oh, I'm going to take a break for the show, at least come back in like eight weeks and see if Megan got the, the Psyduck toy uh, or not. And we can we'll all react to it live, uh, live together. Yes. All right. Well, uh, otherwise, the best way to get in touch with the show is on Twitter at Pokemon Pod CB is the handle for the show. Otherwise, you can get Megan at Megan Peters CB. You can get Christian at C Hoffer C Bus. I am at, at Jim Viscardi. Have a good week, everyone, and we'll uh, we'll catch you next week. See you later. <laughs>